0: <laughs> back. (laughs) We'll be right back. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for returning for another segment of Health Professional Radio. In this segment, we're going to be speaking with Mr. Matt Zeman. He's joining us here as author of the book Psychedelics for Everyone, a beginner's guide to these powerful medicines for anxiety, depression, addiction, PTSD, and expanding consciousness. He's also the CEO and founder of Happy. Happy's a mental wellness company. He's joining us to talk about psychedelics and how they can treat depression, anxiety, and trauma. He's also going to talk about the studies that are underway, the clinical trials, and maybe dispel some myths for us about psychedelics as well. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Matt Zeeman. Thank you for lending us some of your time.
1: Neil, thanks for having me on and talking about this, this topic.
0: Well, briefly, tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you interested in psychedelics.
1: Neil, I've been a, an entre- a serial entrepreneur, and about four years ago, um, I had a chance to do a guided psychedelic experience and i was not a drug user not even a big drinker um didn't really think it was for me but my friends uh convinced me that it was a it was a great learning opportunity and i was i was shocked uh about what i saw in this experience i was able to reconnect with my mom who died when she was 49 and um and just have a number of insights and knew that uh immediately knew that i needed to learn more about this and uh and had to dive into the research and share what I've been learning with, uh, with other people. And that's what the uh, psychedelics for everyone
0: book is all about. Were you suffering with anxiety, depression, trauma, PTSD, or anything like that? Or were you just curious about the science?
1: It was a a little bit of both actually. and, And what I've since come to realize is I was carrying a lot of things that I wasn't, um, I was just ignoring and putting into a drawer. So for example, um, one of the realizations I had is I, I felt so incredibly safe and loved in this experience. And the almost a second after having that realization is like, wait a minute, I don't feel safe and loved. I can't remember feeling safe and loved prior to this. And um, and that was something that's like, okay, I need to change this in my life. I need to, uh, I can feel safe and loved in my everyday ex- experience. Um, uh, another insight is, is being aware of, of, my mom died, my dad died when, she, when he was young, my mom died when she was young. It's like, I'm afraid of dying and I'm living my life as if I'm going to die um, afraid of dying. And what what does life look like if I live it not afraid of dying, but focused on living? And uh, and that was really a, a a big change in my attitude and change in the way I viewed the world.
0: Is that basically how psychedelics work to treat depression, anxiety and the really treatment-resistant type of depression, is it basically a change in a person's uh, thought process? Or does it actually physiologically change uh, the way a person's brain functions? Yeah,
1: so most uh, psychedelics, what they're going to do is they're going to improve what's called neuroplasticity and synaptic strength. Um, and it's going to allow neurons to fire in ways that they don't fire. So think about it. Uh, think about uh skiing down a mountain, and as we get older, we get used to skiing in the same tracks, and those tracks get deeper and deeper, and, um, and we have this repetitive behavior. But when people take a psychedelic medicine, imagine now that, that a, a snowstorm comes through, and it covers up the tracks, and, and now for that next run, you're able to ski anywhere you want in the mountain, and you're like, oh, I like this. I don't need to ski the same way. Um, psychedelic medicine gives you that look into what what it can be like to do something different, to think differently. And then what's important is the integration in the process after the medicine where you can incorporate um, practices to keep that going. Um, so I, I say that psychedelics are not a cure. It's a catalyst for change, how it works physiologically. Think We all have a thing called a default mode network. And what the psychedelic medicine does is it it turns that down. So that's the that's the inner narrator that we all have that tells us that we're not good enough or this is bad or this is not, that's judging all the time. It then uh, disassociates the us from us and allows us to step away and look at ourselves without the shame, blame, or guilt that is sometimes associated with, with memories. And then finally... It, it, in many cases, has a spiritual effect, which where people feel like they're connected to something greater than themselves, whatever that looks like for them. And that offers a peace and relief from depressive symptoms uh, and
0: hopelessness. Briefly, go into the, the real history of why many psychedelics are illegal and what is actually FDA approved that can be safely legally used for some of these conditions?
1: Sure. So working backwards, the only uh, FDA approved medicine that's a psychedelic today is ketamine. It's available in all 50 states um, and with a doctor's prescription, people can start working with with ketamine uh, and they can do that in a clinic with uh, either intravenous or intramuscular or they can do that at home with with what's called sublingual or oral ketamine. So lots of options, 100% legal um, uh, and, and ketamine is an FDA approved medicine. There are Two medicines, MDMA and psilocybin, that the FDA has granted breakthrough therapy designation to, and these two medicines, uh, MDMA should be legal within the next couple of years, psilocybin thereafter. What's happening with uh, MDMA? That's that's really wonderful. Is uh, they're working with people with treatment-resistant post-traumatic stress disorder. Uh, think about veterans, first responders, victims of sexual assault where nothing has worked. Um, They've tried the talk therapies and the different medications, and nothing has worked. And with just three sessions of MDMA, uh, 67% no longer qualify as having PTSD. Mm. So the results are just tremendous with uh, with that. So we expect that to be legal in the next two years, psilocybin shortly thereafter.
0: You know, talking about veterans and PTSD, a very, very uh, important topic. What is the success rate, if you know, about clinical trials involving uh, MDMA?
1: Yeah, so that's that sixty-seven percent um, success rate that I, that I was just referring mm-hmm. to, um, and uh, and again, re- there's three hundred and nine academic institutions either studying psychedelics or with psychedelic centers. Research is coming out every day on on a variety of uh, of, of different. Uh, things that, that psychedelics are being used to treat, and it's just such an exciting time to be in this, uh, this area of science. Mm-hmm.
0: Psychedelics for Everyone, a beginner's guide to these powerful medicines for anxiety, depression, addiction, PTSD, and expanding consciousness. Uh, does this book go into who is interested in psychedelics and, and possibly why some of the people or institutions, uh, organizations that are either for or against it? It
1: does. So on the on the who is interested for themselves, there there are really three classifications. There are people who are coming at it from a medical perspective. They are they have a a diagnosis. I've been diag uh, I have a treatment resistant depression. I have anxiety, I have an eating disorder, I have O C D. And they're looking for a medical solution and that's beautiful and that's one path of that people find their way to psychedelics. Another path is people who are approaching it for religious purposes. I, I believe uh this is a this is going to connect me with with a, with a higher power. There's a um, these are sacraments, and that's why we're approaching. Okay, great. And then the third one is uh, people who are approaching it for it can be optimization, or they they just want to be the the, the best them that they can be, um, and that's a different path. That's that is often um, the decriminalization nature path is is typically uh, um, where that group is is stemming from. Um, on the institutional side, I mean, it's already a multi-billion dollar industry. There are there are pharmaceutical companies who are trying to figure out how do they patent and uh, isolate various strains. There is uh, the Department of Defense is trying to remove the hallucinogenic properties out of uh, psychedelics to see if that could be helpful. There are organizations that are, are building um, training programs and... Um, And and medical programs around it so there's lots of different, it's a very fast growing uh, industry.
0: What's the one myth about psychedelics that you'd like to clear up and then give us a website where our listeners can learn more? So I think the
1: myth, anyone born after the Nixon administration passed the Controlled Substances Act of 1970, we've all grown up in a prohibition where we've been told just say no. Drugs are are bad for you. There's no medical use. You're going to get addicted. They're going to fry your brain. And, um, and none of that was based on science. Uh, there, it was, it was a myth so that the Nixon administration could break up the anti-war left and, and some of the activities in the, in the black community. So what I encourage people to do is look at the research that's coming out and, and make their own decision of what's right for them or someone they loved or, or maybe even influence how they vote. For more information, uh, Matt Zeman, Z-E-M-O-N.com. I have lots of videos and uh, and certainly the book is available anywhere that books are sold and uh, and there's an audiobook, so psychedelics for everyone.
0: Matt, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us here on Health Professional Radio. Looking forward to another conversation with you. Neil, thanks for
1: having me and thanks for addressing this topic. I appreciate it.
0: You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Matt Zeman. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, listen in, download at Anchor Spotify, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com healthprofessionalradio.